0: My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And it is actually Friday. We are back for the women's show on our usual time slot. A couple of weeks we've had to reshuffle around due to various other things going on. But we are back to our regular Friday slot this week. It's going to be another good show, I'm sure. We've got to look back on the Leicester game of course last weekend. A good performance, a good victory. We'll talk about that. We'll look at how it all leaves the title race now. Last few games of the season coming into this this like running. Uh, Arsenal and Chelsea going head-to-head. Let's see um, what we think about how that's going to plan out over the next few weeks. Of course, it is international break as well. The Lionesses are currently playing um, against North Macedonia in the World Cup qualifiers. So we'll have a quick look at the international break as well. Um, And also as well, the uh, North London derby has been rearranged uh, back at the Emirates. So we will talk about that. Plus, of course, as always, Matt is going to be giving us his latest player chart, which is going to be good. And Amar, I was running a bit late as usual, but he's got a quiz question for us as well later. So all good stuff. And it's all coming up the other side of this. I do love the intro, seeing Arsenal lifting those are trophies. I'm kind of hoping it might be preempting what we might see in a few weeks' time, um, somewhere along the line. At least one trophy, maybe we'll see. Um, obviously, welcome back, uh, as always, to Andreas. Are you OK this week? Yeah, not
1: bad. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to the show.
0: Yeah. It's good to be back on our regular Friday evening slot. And, of course, because we're back on a Friday, it does mean that Matt can return. He's, he's been away last couple of shows because I've been on a Monday. But good to have you back, Matt. Are you OK?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm looking forward to today's show. Uh, it's been a bit of a nightmare, really, over the last couple of weeks, not being able to come on. Uh, just think, that certain things haven't gone in the, uh, the right way. Um, but I'm back now, and I'm sure everyone's happy about that. Fingers crossed. If not, then okay, fair enough.
0: No, we're, we're all happy to see you, definitely. And that's the main thing. Um, Amar is apparently is on his way. He's on holiday actually in Malta at the moment, so he may be having a few internet issues, perhaps um, stuck over there, but know, anyway, obviously, hopefully, we can get Amar on because he's got a good question for us all later as well, which we're looking forward to seeing if we can come up with the answer to. Because he's he's stumped us a couple of times, so that's going to be good. But there's only one place we can really start going back. Sort of last weekend, we actually had the opportunity to go back to the top of the table very briefly, as it as it turned out. But we needed to go and win away at Leicester. Good performance in the end. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, um, we needed to go and win and ultimately we got the job done. We should and, and perhaps could have scored a lot more goals ultimately. 5-0 looks good and no one can complain with a 5-0 away win, but especially in that first half, I mean, Andreas, how did we only go in half-time 1-0 up? We scored in the first minute as well and how we didn't add to that lead in the first half, that was incredible, wasn't it? The chances that we created and missed and the goalie played well, but we should have been three or four up at half-time, should we, at least?
1: Yeah, uh- the result, 5-0, is OK. We are satisfied with this. We, we took three points. We had a good result, scored five goals. But uh, to be honest, uh, at halftime, I was not satisfied. Uh, I was disappointed with the way we we performed. And, and once again, with the way we came into the match. Uh, mm. We have to put this question, why do we always need 45 minutes to come into a match? Why is it necessary to react at halftime to to bring uh, subs in into the match, and then everything changes. Uh, this is uh, this is a problem uh, throughout the whole season. With with a few a few matches in which we were good in in the first half, I think that the Chelsea away match was was ours in the first half. But uh, most of of other matches we had problems in the first 45 minutes. And and just imagine if Beth wouldn't have scored in the first or second minute, then. Yeah. Uh, we would have a real problem with with the team fighting against relegation, and even with one nil up, uh, there's, there was the problem. Let them have uh, one uh, one corner or or, mm-hmm. or one uh, cross in in the six yards box, and we would have problems because we are defending this very badly. So, uh, the first half, uh, no, was not good. I was i was disappointed to be honest but then the second half uh, they changed everything and uh, yeah suddenly it worked we scored goals and, and uh, yeah and it was a team it was team playing and it was a dominant performance so the second half very good and let's focus on the on the positive things the second half gives us the hope that we will manage to win the last matches and then we are still in the title race
0: Yeah, I mean, the second half, obviously, the goals sort of flowed quite a lot, didn't they, towards the end and, you know, partly down to maybe Leicester getting tired because I thought Leicester defended well and I thought it was actually difficult for us to have to go to Leicester the next game after they'd lost 9-0 to Chelsea the week before because I felt as though they were always going to set out to be more difficult to beat because they couldn't have afforded another 9-0 kind of defeat at home two weeks running. So, I felt that was actually not a good thing for us to go into that game having less to experience what they did. So I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was dissatisfied with the first time. I thought we played okay. The early goal obviously helped us feel a little bit more relaxed about it all. And I think that made a big difference. I agree. If it was nil-nil at half time, that would have been big stress. Um, luckily we got the goal, but yeah, we should have built on it and it was frustrating, but in the end it did It, all, it fall into place, didn't it? You know, I say, I think a five nil win was um, as good as we could have probably expected, bearing in mind that ship nine a week before, that's never going to happen again. As much as we might have hoped it might, I didn't think it was ever likely to be the case. So um, it was just good to get the win, and, and comfortable it was in the end. I mean, Matt, what did you make of that? I mean, obviously you was at the game, um, you was at the ground. I mean, what was the atmosphere like? It looked like there was a lot more Arsenal fans and Leicester fans there. Was that right?
2: Yeah, um, that was mainly down to Leicester actually turning around. saying if you're in the, if you want to be in the Arsenal end. The Arsenal end is towards the far end of that stand. Mm. And a couple of times the camera was going round and making sure that you could hear the Arsenal fans and it was coming through on the TV when I was watching it back. Mm. Uh, which was good to see. Um well I think the atmosphere helped the team. Um mm. I think a lot more in that second and half second half because they were down by our end where we were able to um support yeah. them a little bit more than in the first half. Um, I don't th- because, But then again, it was pretty quiet in that first half. Um, personally, uh, Le- Leicester are a great team. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I think next season they've had is- issues with injuries and things like that. And next season, I think they'll bounce back and make sure that they- they'll survive this season, no matter what. Um, mm. They only need a magic 18... Points to actually stay up this season, so that'd be one to watch. That's for sure. Um, Lambourne in goal, she made so many fantastic saves, mm-hmm. um, and the defensive unit in there is amazing. Like, it felt very much similar to Chelsea uh, that Chelsea game at the start of the season where they met, they were drawing nil-nil, and then they just Pernille Harder goes and scores two goals and kills the game off for Chelsea. That mm-hmm. was how reminiscent it was in that first half. Yeah. um for me uh it was just great great that we managed to get one in the first half but we should again we should have scored um i think the, t- uh, the team did show some great signs all around uh, leah walty again doing her magic um you've got laura as well playing just to give that rest to noel um, she looked amazing. I really, really was hoping she was going to score, but it just couldn't come off. Same for Nikita and Jordan. When they came on, it was just a real yeah. shame that that happened, that they couldn't get that goal. Um, but it, I think that it's all positive signs. I know you probably didn't see it, but uh, one of the points that I wanted to make was Jordan actually on, on warm up when she came up, uh, up in that first half, she was pointing to the badge, trying to get players going. That was really positive to see she um it'll be interesting to see what happens with her now with her contract coming towards the end, the end now yeah. on top of that um well, it was an incident with Tobin Heath which you didn't see on the TV because they cut it away uh, basically Tobin Heath went to take a throw in and she called it a foul uh, the ref called it a foul throw so then Toby went and did a kick up a kick up and decided to throw the ball to the Leicester player so you didn't get to see that entire um piece of action but it it, it was really funny I mean, it was really it, it was a typical uh sort of uh frustration that some of these players show that uh, sorry and it was really good to see but it's just one of those things that i wish they didn't cut away from
0: yeah i mean that's the trouble is i suppose when you watch it on the telly you only really see what they allow you to see you don't see everything as you do when you're in the stadium and that, that is that's a good point actually and it's a shame that we don't get to see everything uh in the, to, in the same way but yeah i mean i think overall it, it you know we got the job done and that, that was the main the main thing and i agree i mean i do think leicester maybe a bit like some of the other teams in the last couple of years that's come up they need a season to adapt um and if they survive they can then build next season because they've got some good players i agree a goalkeeper as you mentioned she was fantastic wasn't she i mean some of them saves mm-hmm. she made yes i think some of the finishing was a great from our perspective as well but she did make some good saves as well um, and yeah, I mean, you can see they've got. They worked hard. I thought Leicester. They, they gave it everything, didn't they? And you know, yes, ultimately the, the better team won. We had better players, and it showed in the end. But I think you have to give credit to Leicester having to bounce back from that game the week before was have been tough for them. and They must have had a tough week. You know, they must have had to work a lot on stuff in training. And you could see they worked hard. And in the end, we obviously got the job done. And yeah, I mean, well, you're you right about um, Nikita Paris. Actually, I thought she came on. She had a hand in three of the goals, didn't she? You know the the own goal. It yeah. was her cross. She set up um, Bib's second goal, and then of course uh, Tobin's goal as well. It's her cross, wasn't it, that Tobin scored from? So she had a really big impact, actually, in the key to Paris. And you know, hopefully that can kick her season on because we know how frustrating it's been in many ways for her. That was good to see. And and like you mentioned, Laura as well at right back. She looks a great player, actually, doesn't she? I, I can see her having a really good career at Arsenal. You know, she's not played as much as the other signings, I suppose, at this point in time. But every time she's come in, she's been amazing, really, hasn't she? What a great performance that she gave on on Sunday as well. She was brilliant. So, yeah, lots and lots of positives, really. And, yes, the first, first half, I agree, was frustrating. And um one thing I would say, though, Matt, is, you know, although you don't always see everything on the telly, we did see you on the telly, actually. The, the camera went Twice. in through the crowd and we saw you. So that was nice. It was good to see <laughs> you in, in the crowd. I did meet you on the as well. Um, that we'd seen, that was good. So you, you know, you do get to see good stuff on telly as well. Uh, Matt was there. We saw him in the crowds. He couldn't hide, so we knew he was there. Um, <laughs> Terry's in the chat He says, uh, good evening, Richard. Hope all's well. Um, evening, Andreas and MMM 77. Have you moved? You look further away. I don't think he looks further away. It's just because you haven't seen him for a few weeks. That's what it is. So, <laughs> it maybe it just looks different. Uh, Terry says, yeah, we need to start killing teams off and take our chances a lot earlier in games. Yeah, we do. But having said that though, Chelsea took until 40 odd minutes to score against Reading the, in the Sunday evening game, didn't they? So, you know, I think at this point in the season, it's just a matter of getting the job done. And in the end, Chelsea won easily comfortably rather in the end we won comfortably although the first half was was not so good and I think that we may see a bit more of that as the season kind of carries on now you know with the game just coming up um that perhaps brings us on to a good time to maybe look at the next kind of section really which what I wanted to do was look at you know obviously Chelsea did win their game I know we were all cheering for Reading hoping for the best that are probably a little bit optimistically I thought Reading played well in the first half but we'll talk about that obviously it is now the, the the crucial part of the season the title running it's neck and neck, really, isn't it? We've just got this one point to try and make up. How is the season going to finish? I mean, there is nothing to choose, is there? Pretty much all season. And I know we've had the advantage most of it, um, but there's been nothing to choose and it's... It is. Um, it is a shame, but anyway, uh, Terry's just put a comment in here. He says, "Remember, Seven, uh, you were scratching your nuts when on BBC." Well, yeah, but it added to the entertainment. So that was good. Um, I, was but,
2: like, I was drinking. Yeah. I was getting a drink out of my bag. Oh, I was. What <laughs> it was? Okay, we we'll believe it. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was <laughs> nice to see you, Terry. Anyway, um,
0: but yeah, so uh, uh, the title race now. It's you know we were hoping that Chelsea were going to drop points at some point, and they still might. I mean, I, I wasn't too. I wasn't too disappointed. Well, I was disappointed that they beat Reading, but I wasn't upset because I expected them to beat them, really. And I know Reading played quite well for spells in that game in the first half. It was obvious Chelsea, once they scored, they were going to win that game, wasn't it? And um, uh, looking at the games that's left, my hope, and I, I'll see what you what you think, Andreas, but my hope is Chelsea have got four tougher games than our four games, I think, looking at it on paper. Did you not think that's probably true? Yeah, they
1: Play Spurs twice, and of course the most uh, uh, most dangerous match for them is the last match against Man United. If United is still in the race for the third spot, uh, but uh, once again, as as I often said, uh, we have to give respect to Chelsea. Uh, they won five 0 against Reading without Bernil Harder, without Frank Kirby, and uh, without G. Um, these are key players for them, and they scored five goals. They bring in Bethany England, who is uh, on, on a very good run uh, currently. And, yeah, that's what I say. All respect to them. They are playing a really, really good season. They are missing key players, and they are winning their games. Of course, they had their problems in the first 35, 40 minutes. But, uh, yeah, 5 nil against Reading, you have to do this first. And, so the more important it was that we are uh, back to winning ways and I think one problem in the first half for us was uh, that uh, the Champions League uh, match was still a little bit in, in the yeah. head of yeah. our players uh, because it, this was a big chance uh, uh, to yeah to qualify for just for the big stage. Uh, when you hear now that uh, New Camp is again sold out for, for the semifinals, I'm sure that everyone would have loved to play there. So um, maybe this might be another reason that we had some problems to to concentrate on the league again. Uh, it's different from Champions League and playing Wolfsburg and then playing Leicester. Uh, yeah, uh, Chelsea can concentrate on the league. But yeah, it's, it's strange when we say uh, we hope that uh, Spurs will do us a favour.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they they will... Us a favor, they have to do themselves a favor. But uh, um, when you look at the table, I don't think that Spurs will compete for the third place. It's, it's no, after and that was the last the match,
0: yeah. And, and in a way, that's maybe these, these two games they've got to play Chelsea have actually come out a bad time for us and for Tottenham because if they'd played these games, or at least one of them games. Um, maybe a month or two ago when they were right in there for third place. it may have They may have gone into that game with a different mindset. And that does worry me slightly that now I was kind of thinking that one of those games Tottenham had a great chance of taking some points. But now having seen how the league's gone for them and they can't score goals at the minute, I'm starting to worry that maybe... Chelsea is going to win both them games now, which would be really frustrating. But we'll have to see. I mean, potentially, um, they are two difficult games for Chelsea. And, you know, they're certainly more difficult games than we've got when you look at Africa on, on, on paper. That doesn't, you know, we've got to win them still. But, um, you know, that's that's what maybe gives me a little bit of hope. I mean, Matt, how do you see it playing out now? Because um, I, I do think we have got the easier four games left. I know we've got to play Tottenham as well, but that will be at the Emirates. A big crowd, and I think that's going to swing that. We'll all talk about it in a minute, but um, I, I feel that we we see much more. I'm more confident we'll win all four of our games. I think Chelsea have got potential to drop some points, haven't they? Somewhere, do you think? Is it going to be Tottenham that help us, or you know, or will it be maybe that? Last, will it go down to the wire? As I said, the last game. Do you think?
2: Well, this is the thing. This season has been so unpredictable. You can't really go. Ah, oh, this is definitely a three-pointer. Um, I think when we look back in January and said, Oh, we've got this, this, and this, and then we dropped points against Birmingham, and there, but Chelsea dropped points against Reading. Um, the fact that I think we came away from January with points and draws means we're still in it. If we had lost those games, we would have probably been towards uh, trying to keep up with everyone else, and Chelsea would have run away with the title again. Um they should have still be docked one of those trophies because of the points per game, but that's a different debate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um I, I'm just looking at that. If when you have uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, Tottenham again, and then you've got Birmingham City and then United, I, I think, well, you know, you know, you're definitely thinking that Birmingham City aren't going to win against Chelsea, surely, but then they pulled the biggest scalp of the season already. So, I th- I, and then the potential for you to go into the last game of the season, potentially uh, two points behind, and then there's a chance you could lose against United or hope that United can get something so that they can get Champions League football. Um, it's, it's it's just un- too unpredictable. If I had to put money on it, I couldn't even... T- I'll, I'll just tell you to keep it in the bank and lock, lock it, keep it safe. Because uh, it's just this season has been a roller coaster, and it's been a great journey to be part of. That's for sure.
0: Yes. Yeah, it has. And I mean, you know, you, you're right what you say actually, because the last few years Chelsea have been, have been much better than us. We haven't been able to keep up with them at all. And at least this season, whatever happens between now and the end of the season, at least we can say that we took it all away. Um, It looks as though we are going to take it pretty much all the way to the last game, potentially now. And you've got to say that that's a big improvement from us. And it's something that we can really build on for next season. And You know, I think we will, if, if we don't win the league, I think we will look back on that Birmingham game and say that was the one. But ultimately, I don't think it was because, as you mentioned there, Matt, they Chelsea lost to Reddit, so that cancels that one out. For me, yeah. the big game was the Man United at home when we drew. That was a game where if we'd won that game at home, the only game at home we haven't won, if that had been the game, if we'd won that game, we would now be top level-on games with Chelsea. And that, to me, that could be the crucial one. Or possibly Tottenham away when, again, we should have been 1-0 up at half-time and scraped a draw. We should have won that game. So, But the Man United one, for me, at the time we looked on it as a decent point. We were 1-0 down with 10 players after Katie got sent off and we got the draw. But that's a game at home. I didn't think we played particularly well in spells in that game, and I think that ultimately may be the one that proves to be the decisive game in the season. Actually, because you know, Chelsea right. if, you know.
2: if we had to pick one game, I would probably say that Chelsea game where we drew nil nil and we had that corner and just nearly Bright played yeah, it off yeah, the line. Yeah. I would yeah. say that was the that was the game really. That was the moment that if you're going to win the yeah, title. But- in, in, in a way, yeah, but would, were, were we really expecting to win away at Chelsea? It would have been a
0: great result, but I think the draw away at Chelsea was a was a very good result, a good performance that we produced. Oh, that yeah. we say, those points you could have won the game, it? yeah. We had we had that chance to win the game at the end, and if that had gone in, well, that would have sealed the league probably there and then almost. So, yeah, that will be frustrating. But for me, that Man United game is, is the one that, the, when I look back on it, every time I look back, I think that's the game we should have won that game, the only home game we haven't won. And if we do lose the league by one point, those two extra points we could have got from that game, you know, um, or the Tottenham game maybe, but I don't want to look too much at the Tottenham game because that was a long time ago and loads of points to play for after that. But the main night game was quite recent. And I don't know, that that's the one that frustrates me the most. Um, but the good news, as we said, it is gonna, it's looking like it is going to go down to the very wire, doesn't it, now? Um, it's difficult to see either of us maybe, you know, dropping too many points between now and the end of the season as things stand. Terry says uh, "Yeah, you must see something different to me. Spurs are crap, man. You is our best chance. Well, you see, you say that and and Spurs have had a good season and their problem has been not scoring enough goals. And it's even more so now because I don't think they've scored in their last three games and their season's, you know, dropping away just at the wrong time for us and we want them to be in a little bit better form when they're playing Chelsea twice. Although we've got to play them as well, I suppose. So, um But, yeah, I mean, Man United is our best chance, isn't it, ultimately? We've just got to pray that they, on that last game, maybe if if Chelsea are still ahead of us going into that last game, that we've got to hope that Man United can pull it off. I mean, if, if it does go to that last game, Andreas, and we are still in the same position that we're in now, we're one point behind them, they're at home to Man U, we're away at West Ham, would you feel confident that Man United could get a result, especially if they need a result to come third? Do you think that... Are they capable of taking something off at of Chelsea at at King's Meadow on that last game
1: We must hope it but um, as, yeah the last thing you said it's at King's Meadow and Chelsea is at home really really strong uh this will uh if it was uh, in Manchester this this last match I would have been much more confident that they can lose or or, or draw points but at home at King's Meadow wow oh, <laughs> But uh, it's, it's the last match of the season. It's still a few weeks and before we have uh, the, the cup semi-final. I think this will, will be important for the rest of the WSL season too. Uh, we can't predict uh, how this uh, match against Chelsea will be. And uh, it will have uh, a big influence in, in, in the minds of both uh, teams. Uh, just... Uh, imagine if we we can manage to to have a comfortable win against chelsea let's say we we beat them 3-0 like they uh, have beaten us in in wembley uh, this could have uh, a big influence for the rest of the season uh, on on the other hand if they if they win at meadow park oh, i think the self confidence from chelsea will will rise uh, up to the yeah. sky. So, uh, this this match will will have a big influence, but um, yeah. All in all, we have to to put our confidence in Man United that they uh, fight for themselves, that they have that chance for for the Champions League spot. And uh, so far, United has has uh, played a much better season or much better yeah second part of the season than we all expected. Yeah. And.
0: I suppose when, when when you look at the league and you look at the and you look at all the teams left, if there was anybody that we could choose Chelsea to play last game of the season, it's probably going to be Manchester United, isn't it? Because they're the next team in the league, the next best team in the league, aren't they? After us and Chelsea, so is it not the best game that we could have hoped for? Yes, away from home would have probably been better. But having said that, Man United have, have lost three games in the league, and two of those games have been at home. They've only lost one away game all season, so away from home they maybe set themselves up to be difficult to beat so maybe the fact it's away for them might not necessarily be such a bad thing but I think you're right about the um, the FA Cup semi-final next week I mean obviously we'll be talking about that more on the show next week but it kind of takes me back a little bit to 1999 with the men and Manchester United going um, head-to-head for the league and we met in the FA Cup semi-final and I think looking back on that now i think everybody accepts that whoever was whoever won that fa cup semi-final that that day would have gone on to win the, the premier league it so happened man united beat us in extra time and they went on to win the treble and it, had arsenal beat a man united i think we would have gone on and won the premier league that season so it could be a pivotal moment exactly the same it does remind me so much of that actually coming so close to the end of the season and so significant, I agree that whoever wins that game is going to get a massive confidence boost between then and the end of the season. And whoever loses, it could have the negative effect, and suddenly doubts start creeping in. And you think that we're not going to win a trophy unless. We can win the league now, and it puts a little bit more pressure, doesn't it? So um, it does really remind me of '99. Actually, I'm hoping for a better result. Obviously, this time it goes in our favour as opposed to that one, which didn't. So, um, I mean, do you remember that, Matty? That that season when obviously Manu won the won the treble, and we should have beat them in that semi final. They went down to ten players. Actually, Roy Keane got sent off, and then we lost, and it kind of affected the title race. I felt we dropped points after that, and they they took the lead from us by one point. Can you see it being very similar again this, this time for
2: the women? I'm gonna make you all feel old. I was about four years old, so I wouldn't oh, <laughs> <able to laughs> I you don't remember that as well. So, um no, but there have been times when not just in the men' uh, the women's game but in the men's game, there has been games where it's come down to meeting up in the semi-finals. I I actually think that whoever loses this semi-final is gonna win it, win the uh, WSL and the uh, oh, yeah. winner of, of that semi-final is gonna win the FA Cup <laughs> if I'm honest. Um because Well I, I would
0: like that, because at least we guaranteed a trophy there, aren't
2: we? <laughs> yeah, um and well, yeah, what I really seen. hated on that commentary that uh for Williams and um I can't remember I think I can't remember who else was doing the commentary with her on the BBC, but they were basically saying, Imagine you come in and you've not got any trophies, but considering that you were top of the WSL, I thought that was a bit harsh, considering that there's still games to play. Um, if this was to, if I th- I just think it will be a, a this will be an all or not, nothing sort of game you feel. Um, let's say, for example, if Arsenal win the semi-final, I reckon Chelsea will bounce back. They'll go and win those remaining games without a hassle. And they'll, and then on the last game against United, they'll, make a, they'll probably smash it out of the park and then City get third place. Um, whereas if Arsenal were to get through, I think it would be it would be great for them. But I, I just don't understand how, if if you get City in the final, how they can get a double considering how bad their season has been. Yeah. And it, it, it just wouldn't make sense why... I, I know I know it's different with cup games but they've won, they won the um league cup just about um with a great second half performance against Chelsea. Uh it's all of, I think it'll be interesting um to see what happens that's for sure in the XFA Cup game.
0: No it will be and it it could well be a pivotal game in the rest of the season. I mean I, I don't think that the I'd like to think that maybe the the winners of the or the losers of the semi final maybe win the league because at least you know you're going to get a trophy. But I'm not sure if it's going to work like that if I'm honest. I think the confidence issue could have a massive, especially, I mean, if Chelsea do, as, as Andrea said, if Chelsea win away at Meadow Park, that would give them a massive lift for the final few league games and it would. But then they've got to play
2: Tottenham in back-to-back derbies and then...
0: Yeah, they they do. But then we left the bounce back. We've got to play Tottenham as well, you know, at the Emirates. And I don't know. I just feel that there'll be a momentum shift. There has been a little bit already with Chelsea getting back to the top of the league. But that would, for me, that would cement that even more if they was to beat us. I mean, maybe if it was a draw and went to extra time and penalties and they won, maybe not quite so much so. But I think if they actually beat us in 90 minutes and beat us well then that would worry me and that in the league as well for us. And I think we might well end up with nothing then. And that would be a shame because I think we deserve something from this season. Yeah, I agree with what you said about Man City. They could end up winning two cups after, you know, they were what, eighth in the league after about 10 games. It just goes, you know, and they could well finish top three as well. So that would be a brilliant season for them in the end, wouldn't it? But, you know, if they, let's face it, West Ham might beat them in the semi-final. Yeah, you know, Lisa Evans might pop up and get the winner. But uh, <laughs> it does seem unlikely, let's be honest. Um, okay, Lee. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if you can play into. Can I suppose you can. But, um, but now, I mean, you know, the, the the fact that Man City beat Chelsea so convincingly in that final as well gives me hope, actually, because you know we we've got great attacking players. We know that, and if if we can play well on the day, if we were to beat Chelsea in that similar way to Man City did, i think that could finish them off. That could be the end for them and then we could go on and and win everything and that'd be great but um you know that's a long way off really when you think about it you know there's still going to be a lot, lot of games to play um terry obviously remembers a 99 game of, of course gigs um scored that goal of course uh um, famous goal that um he was allowed to that's the most overrated goal in football history i think because no one tackled him is that a solo
2: him, run a solo a- run yeah and
0: he waved his shirt around when he scored oh uh, God, i
2: yeah. hate that
0: I think that's the most overrated goal in football because nobody tackled him. He was just allowed to run and run and run. And then David Seaman should have saved it because he went down too early and he put it over his head. So that was a crap goal. But it, that was actually a fantastic game of football. Um, and yeah, it was a shame that we didn't win because we should have done. Um, Andy's in the chat. Good evening, uh, good evening, Andy. I hope you are well. Um, Andy says, "Interesting. I think he was meaning your point about whoever loses a semi-final wins the league. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting point. I'll give you that. I mean, it'd be nice to say if we lose, I'll be hoping that's right. Um, but I hope we win and we can win them both. Um Terry says, Hi Andy, nice to have someone else here to talk to. These three are biased and anti me. No, we're definitely not anti you, Terry. You just sometimes um you sometimes make us laugh, that's all. Um and Terry says, Yeah, we need to be, we need to start hitting the back of the net early in the Chelsea game. To be honest with you, I don't care when we score against Chelsea, if we get the winning goal in the ninety fifth minute, that'll do me a lovely job. You know, then I can't come back and score. If we score early against Chelsea, that's like poking the bear, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And I just feel that We're better off scoring late against Chelsea than you are scoring early against them, probably. But anyway, um, just just, just win the game. We'll talk about it, obviously, next week as we preview it properly. Andy says, I am pro-Terry. No, we're all pro-Terry, definitely. Uh, We definitely are. Um, So I don't know what he's on about, really. I think he's just a bit sensitive tonight, Terry. You know, we need to cheer him up. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I I do think the title race, though, is going to be um There could still be one or two little twists and turns yeah. on the way, you know. Three London derbies and all of that. Well, four London derbies. So we've got to play West Ham as well, so we've got another London derby as well. So, you know, we've got Tottenham, West Ham, Chelsea. Have got Tottenham twice. And Man United. It's I don't know. It's it's a tough one, but let's just hope that somebody can can stop Chelsea because they've been on a. You know, Andreas is right. As much as you know, Emma Hayes does annoy the hell out of me. And the way Chelsea play kind of annoys me a bit as well. Um, you have to you have to give them credit for what they're doing because, as Andrea said, they've got a lot of big players missing, and they are still winning games and winning games comfortably. I mean, you know what's that? Uh, fourteen goals in fourteen nil the last two games they have played. You know that's that's some impressive stuff. Yeah, you know, at this point in the season. I mean, we beat Reading four 0 at home, so they beat them five nil. But you know, it's just on top of what they're doing with players missing. If we had similar players missing in our team, would we be wiping teams apart like that? I don't think we would, if I'm honest. Um, but, you know, anyway, it is what it is. And every game is just still three points, isn't it? And if they, doesn't matter, they, if they can win, if they win three of their games 9-0 and then draw with Man United on the last day of the season, we win all as 1-0, we still win the league. So it doesn't matter how many goals they score. They've still got... Actually,
2: Andy, he brings up a really good point. Chelsea have been very lucky at times this season. I think uh, Chelsea when Andrew, yeah. they have... Like, Pernell Hard has got him out of trouble so many times during games this season alone. Um, I mean, that,
0: it was great. that game, wasn't it? Um The Aston Villa game recently when Chelsea scored in the 92nd minute. That was the one. That I, funnily enough, I, I didn't watch that game because I, I, I was too... I didn't want to watch it, but I saw the half-time score was nil-nil, And I, I looked back on my phone when I thought roughly the game would be finished. It was in the 90th minute. It was still nil-nil, And I'm thinking, right, that's it. They've dropped some points. I literally went to the toilet, came back and Chelsea had scored and I just couldn't believe it, honestly. I was absolutely devastated by that and that that could end up being what wins. If it is, fair play to them because, you know, to keep going and get a goal that late in a game that you have to win, that's what champions do, unfortunately, but they need to keep doing it for the next four games as well. So let's hope somebody can. um, But yeah, I mean, have they been lucky? Yes, in some games they maybe have, but... Ultimately, they are, you know, they're better than everybody else, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. I suppose, yes, they've had good, moments, lucky moments. People might say we've been lucky—a last-minute equaliser at Tottenham, last-minute equaliser at Man City. You know, people could say we've been lucky. I don't think we have been, but people could say that, couldn't they? Looking from the outside, Chelsea probably think we've been lucky in a few games. So. You know, I, I wouldn't like to say I wouldn't like to say they've been lucky. If they, whoever wins the league, deserves it. I think if it's us, brilliant, we can enjoy it. If it's Chelsea, I think we'll have to just hold our hands up and say, you know what, they were just slightly better than us over the 22 games, and hopefully we've shown we've improved. And next year we can run them further. Um, so he says, yeah, um, you're my new favourite, and yeah. <laughs> don't we like that? And then he says, um, uh, we are not lucky. We have happy accidents. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, maybe we have happy accidents yeah, and Chelsea are lucky. We're looking at it like that. Fun. <laughs> um, but in, in reality, I think, you know, you make your own luck in, in sports sometimes, don't you? And maybe Chelsea have done that. We've done it a couple of times and, and that's, we've got, we I think we feel we've got what we deserved in some of these games and Chelsea probably feel the same. They probably feel they should have beaten Aston Villa because they had fifty chances in that game and missed them and then they get a goal right at the end and it's just the way it goes, isn't it? Sometimes but we just have to hope that their luck, if it is luck, runs out in the next two or three games and they you know they can't score, they keep missing the target and they end up drawing nil nil with somebody. And then we can um, hopefully take advantage of that. But it's going to be quite stressful, I think, isn't it? Because we've got to win our games first. Let's not think about Chelsea dropping points. Mm. We've still got to win our games regardless. We've got to win all our games, haven't we? And we've, we've got some, you know, I wouldn't say tricky games, but, you know, we've still got to win them. One or two games that potentially could be banana skins. Um, Actually, talking about um, what games we've got left, of course, we have got a rearranged date for a game that we unfortunately couldn't get to a couple of weeks ago. I think the good news for this is they are still managing to play at the Emirates and I think that's a positive because I think the girls deserve to play the game there in that front of what's going to be still a big crowd and that's a massive positive for me that they haven't had to move into Meadow Park and they've still got the opportunity to play the game there. Obviously, it's frustrating from our point of view, certainly me and Andreas, that we aren't going to be able to get back and be there, unfortunately. Um, But at least it is at the Emirates. I mean, Andreas, what have you made of the fact that they're playing it, first of all, at the Emirates still? And secondly, that it's come at a busy time of the season for us, hasn't it? You know, in between the last two games, in between them, it's it's a big week that now, isn't it? I mean, is the timing of it a little bit, I don't know, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, it's it's a dangerous uh, rearrangement because it's uh, we have uh, the last week with three important games. This is uh, a very tough task for for us, and uh, of course for me personally, uh, midweek it's impossible. I can't fly to London midweek and and take two days of holidays. So, uh, I will miss the North London derby, but uh, for. For the girls, for the team, it's fantastic that it's rearranged in the uh, in the Emirates again. Uh, of course, there won't be 30 or 35,000 uh, as as it would have been on this uh, Saturday uh, originally, but uh, let's hope there will be, let's say, 20,000. And uh, yeah, it's a big stage, and uh, I'm sure that. Everybody was looking forward to playing at the Emirates, uh, the North London Derby, for players like Lotta or Leo. It, it's always special to play against Spurs, and then uh, at the Emirates, uh, I'm really happy for them that they get the chance to play there. And yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, it also depends on what the, the semi-final against Chelsea brings. Uh, do we have to, uh, only to concentrate on the league? Then there are the last three matches. Okay, let's concentrate. Let's let's give it all in these three matches. But if you have uh, in mind, uh, well, after the last match, there is still a cup final, then it's difficult to have three matches in one week and, and the cup final. So, but yeah, we must, must take it as it is. And so... As I said, uh, it's good for the girls uh, that they can play at the Emirates, that they have this big stage. Let's hope there will be uh, a lot of, of people coming in. And uh, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I won't be there, but uh, I will be there for the Villa Match Meadow Park. So uh, I'm happy that I can see them uh, live in stadium for, for, for another time this season.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I totally agree with that because it is great for the girls. I'm so pleased the game is still at the Emirates because I'd have been really disappointed for them if mm-hmm. they had to move it to Meadow Park. Although it may have given us a slight advantage, perhaps playing at a normal home game ground, if you like. But either way, I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm really pleased that it is at the Emirates. It's just a shame, um, as uh, as Andrea says, I'm probably not going to be able to go now. Which is uh, disappointing. Um, Tom is in the chat. He says, Don't worry, guys. I'm going me lot again. Well, that's great. Hopefully, um, you can tear them on to a, a victory. That would be nice. I mean, um, actually, yeah, Amar has joined us actually live from Malta. How, you yeah. it's it's genius, How are you doing? Hey, yeah. are, are you
3: all right, mate? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're very well. We're very well.
3: You can see the light is significantly good. better than what you would see in my office back home. But yeah,
0: it is. You need to. You need to get yourself a light like that at home. I think because that, that's you, so you're nice. you're not bright. You if be. only I could go
3: to a hotel every time. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you should. Um, how's your holiday been? Anyway. Yeah, it's been pretty good, mate. It's been pretty good. We've got an early morning flight back tomorrow. So yeah, just a few hours' time, I'll be back on another flight to E <laughs> what's, what's the weather been like there in Montreal? Be beautiful, mate. Yeah, 17, 18 degrees consistently day day. It's been a bit windy,
0: but yeah, no, nah, today was the best day of the week weather-wise. Well, we've had we've had terrible weather, actually. So. Yeah, so I've heard, so I've heard. I'm not, I'm not I'm not jealous at all that you've had it so nice and warm, but anyway. Um, you know, summer's supposed to be coming, so hopefully we'll get some nice weather as well. Yeah, but, sure. um, But, uh, but we, shall, we shall see. I mean, Matt, what have you... Do you feel a little bit that... Um, the fact they've put this at the Tottenham game, sorry, in between the last two league games, do you think that maybe gives Chelsea a slight advantage because they're going to have that week off, and we've got a game to play—a big, important North London derby at the Emirates on a bigger pitch it, at, at that time. And Chelsea have got that week off to prepare for Man United. Do you feel that, that maybe gives them a slight advantage, or I mean, where, where else could we have played? it? Let's be honest, we're, we're running out of midweeks to play the game, wasn't we? Really?
2: Yeah, um, I actually think that I was just looking at it, and uh, they've got to play when they come back so we play next sunday mm-hmm. against them then they've got i think it's the twenty, or the 21st they're playing tottenham and then they're playing them again on the 24th and then they're playing again so they've got a re- really tough couple of weeks and if for example they get a few knocks from um international duties fingers crossed sankar um <laughs> it would change everything um I reckon I don't. I. I think the workload will shift between both of them. Yeah. Uh, Jonas has come quite strongly in that BBC interview. Hey. Go away. Go away. Sorry. What's oh, my dad? Sorry. Oh, my <laughs> dad. Oh, my he's dad.
3: getting my dad. He's, he's actually.
2: Yeah, bring him in. Bring him right. in. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah, no, he's
3: just sorting out the luggage. He's getting the bags ready. Sorry
2: about Where that, sorry, no, sorry, uh, sorry. That's all right. No one wants to know what I want. I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone wants to know what your dad's. Oh, no, no. You're your point now. <laughs> elaborate. Elaborate. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's just, I think it's two different workloads, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we, we've we got Everton, haven't we? Again, that's an away game. Um, so it's a little bit of uh, hit and miss. Ever- I think Everton will want to try and finish strongly. They've got some hard games to play as well. Um, yeah. The fact that we've got West Ham last day of the season, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, I think yeah, the workload cool. probably... but. Uh, bounces off each other to be honest between Chelsea and us so there's no real advantage there if I'm honest
0: no maybe not I just feel as though that last week going into that final game Chelsea have got all week to prepare for that one game and we've got a play a game in between which makes it more difficult perhaps but ultimately we've got to win all our games anyway regardless of when they play them I mean, and it is good that it's at the Emirates I mean obviously we were talking about the, the title race a little bit obviously the Spurs yeah. game being rearranged, are you going to be able to go to the rearranged Spurs game or not? No, not sure,
3: it's a bit well after a bank holiday isn't it, so I'll probably um, just watch it on the TV, i tried to make the Villa game, West Ham obviously will be difficult but yeah, I just realised now with the FA Cup semi-final, we get past Chelsea it's something like six games in in the space of four weeks or
0: something like that isn't it? Yeah, big big schedule at the end of the season, mate. You, if you wanna win if you want to win trophies, that's what you play for, don't you? It's that you, I mean. you're involved at the end of the season and sometimes it does mean more games. But you know, yeah, yeah it's uh, so are you gonna be coming to the villa game then? Because me and Andreas are coming down especially to for the villa game on May yeah, the first. I think Matt's gonna try and get there.
3: It'll be, it should be all right. Yeah, I mean, no, it's around. The,
0: it's on Bank Holiday
3: weekend, so yeah, I'll try to make it definitely. Yeah, it should be
0: fine. Yeah, the Bank Holiday weekend is is handy, really. It certainly gives us more time to get down and get. But I'm going to drive mm-hmm. down for that one because I'm sick of the trains. Actually, they're do me Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm kind of got my fingers crossed a little bit that we may be coming back down to Wembley in, uh, in May as well. So, well, I yeah,
1: to, uh, well, I hope uh, we are. Nothing would
0: get... think done to get one over
1: them
3: lot. Uh, the one, maybe maybe. one. Oh, not, not them lot, them lot being
1: Spurs, but also
0: Chelsea. Yeah, well, in in the women's football, them lot are Chelsea for me. You know, <laughs> well, Tottenham have never been a real threat to us, have they? Because they're only a, quite a new team in the WSL. Yeah, Whereas yeah, Chelsea yeah. are the team that they're our big yeah. rivals, aren't they? They're yeah. the team that we have to beat. Because if we beat them, it tends to mean that we're going to do pretty well. Um, yeah. Terry says, uh, Am I, you, you know you've already paid. Well, the money money. That yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of included, yeah. that, that's true. But no, it's much better. It's a much better saying, yeah. It is a much better saying. Maybe you need to go every week, every Friday, flat to mortar, just to do the show. And uh, Terry says, uh, Am dad can come back and join us? Yeah, exactly. because <laughs> he's, he's a great if guy. He wants actually. to, if he wants to. Yeah. yeah, he is a great guy. And Stephen's in chat Stephen. Thanks for tuning in, mate. And uh, Tommy says there, uh, Jonas is very confident. And to be fair, we just on the next game and yeah. keep moving forward. No, exactly. Yeah, on the next game. That's exactly what we've got to do. Uh, the next game, of course, is the FA Cup semi final, which we'll talk about next week. But yeah, I suppose maybe we get a little bit carried. Not carried away, but we're just looking forward because it's getting so exciting in that league. And, you know, we want, desperate for us to, to win it. That would be so, such a good end to the season, wouldn't it? But. You know, we know oh, it's,
3: it's not sorry, sorry to interrupt us all, but yeah, it's
0: 8 0 to England, by the way, and Beth Mead yeah.
3: just
0: put off off half of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good time, actually, to move on to the next little section, actually, which is looking at the obviously the international break. Another one. Obviously, the um, World Cup qualifiers tonight is 8 0 to England away at North Macedonia. Yeah. And, not an unexpected score. We did beat him at home, of course, um, earlier in the campaign. And Beth Meade's got four goals, so brilliant for her, um, which is great to see. Two in the first half and two in the second half so far. She may get more yet. Um, so that's been, um, you know, it was a shame that, uh, that obviously lots had to pull out and, and Leah Williamson couldn't play in this game due to – which I find a bit strange. I mean, Andreas, they're saying it's the concussion protocols. Now, we saw what happened to her in the Leicester She, you, you know, she kind of clapped on the pitch a little and didn't have the head in the ball. But then she played on for the rest of the game. So I don't understand this concussion unless she suffered afterwards, do you think? Is that what's happened?
1: Yeah, but uh, as far as I know, this, there is this uh, concussion protocol. And if uh, the, uh, the medicines uh, realise after a match that there might be... Uh, yeah, might have happened something. Then uh, players are not allowed to play. I think this is new oh, for this yeah. season. It's yeah, it's called this concussion protocol. And uh, I read uh, in the afternoon that she traveled with the team, but uh, she can't play uh, tonight. But maybe the next game she will be available. Uh, it's yeah. different. Uh, she uh, returned home and uh, is not available for the for the internationals right now. It's, it's a shame yeah. for her. Because she, she missed the last matches in the Arnold Clark Cup, and now again, so uh, she had some very good matches for for Arsenal, and uh, yeah, this would have been good for her, uh, uh, yeah, to be in the squad and, and yeah, uh, to to yeah maybe to make make good appearances uh, for the Liners for the squad uh, for the Euros. But, Ah, anyway, uh, let's hope that she will be fit for the Chelsea match. We need her. If, if Rafa is still still out, and I think she will be out for two or three yeah. weeks. Uh, then we need Leah and Lotta in the defence.
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, um, I think Leah's probably uh, you know obviously she couldn't play tonight. She may well be available for I think the Tuesday game, but yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind if she missed that as well, so that she is fully fit for for Chelsea. Actually, I think that's that's going to be quite important, but. Um, obviously, she's been confirmed as captain for the Euros as well, which is fantastic news, actually, because, yes. you know, um, having a, an Arsenal player, captain of England in a major tournament, especially a major tournament that's being played in England, it's almost like going back to Euro 96, isn't it, when Tony Adams was captain of England for that mm-hmm. tournament. And we almost went all the way. We won't talk about that, though, Andreas, of course, the semi-final of Euro 96, which uh, was disappointing for us. But, um, <laughs> but you know, we, we've got you know, an opportunity at home. And also as well, I've heard that the uh the opening game at Old Trafford, which I'm actually going to, which I'm delighted about, is actually a sellout at Old Trafford, seventy five thousand for the right, opening game of women's Euros. That is incredible and of course the final oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, that is gonna be a fantastic night. I think you're going as well, aren't you, Matt, to Old Trafford? Is that right?
2: Yeah, I'm going to Old Trafford and I'll be at the final at Wembley as well. So that'll so, be Tickets for the
0: final.
3: Oh my some, wow. got
2: some good games coming up in the Euros and um it'll be great to meet new people and everything and i think we've mentioned before i'm going to the belgium-iceland game on the vlog about man city so we've got plenty of places to explore and meet new people and i think it's going to be a great event especially after what happened last year where we weren't allowed to go into stadiums so uh hopefully andreas we can finally meet up if we don't meet at the villa game Mm,
1: yeah hope so (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got tickets to the England Austria game at Old Trafford. I've got tickets to Netherlands against Sweden, which I'm quite looking forward. Well, so it's a cracking game with cracking. some of the Arsenal players, and that's, um, that's at Sheffield Sheffield United's ground Well, Bramall Lane. Yeah, it's Bramble so That's going to yeah. be. I'm looking forward to that. And then we've also got tickets to the semi final. That's at Sheffield's ground as well. And if the, if England win the group and then win the quarter final, we'll actually England will be playing in that semi final that we've got tickets for. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that we win the group because I'd love to see England in the semi final. Uh, that would be fantastic. I couldn't get tickets to the final because they, they sold out before we had a chance. Yeah, forgetting yeah. about that. Yeah. Really, going to see Leah go up, hopefully, and lift the cup, but we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you've done well to get tickets for that, Matt. Let's just hope England are in it. Now that's that's going to be the key, isn't it? Um, but I'm looking forward to the tour actually. And you know, I know this current international break is is obviously World Cup qualifiers as opposed to the Euros because the Euros is all kind of dusted. But um, it's important as well because obviously two tournaments coming. So quickly, one this year, one next year, unusually because of the, you know, the delay for this Euros, which should have been last year because of the men's Euros, all that kind of stuff. So um, there's a lot to play for, actually, for in, in international football for the women as well at the moment. And it is good that, it's certainly from an England perspective, that we've got a lot of players um, in the squad doing well. Obviously, we've got the captain. I mean, Amar, you must be looking forward to seeing certainly the Euros in the summer with, um, with the Arsenal contingent that's no doubt going to be playing a key role in that competition and obviously i say beth
3: tonight four goals fantastic yeah no just to say well, i've got tickets for three games as well lucky i've got tickets to go and watch england versus norway in brighton on the 11th of july oh it to be pretty good i think that's a sellout for getting to see the likes of frieda and who scored again last night and also leo and lotten and i've got the arguably the <laughs> one of them could be the most uh, the oh, I don't know, how do you say the exciting game the group stage against the. Northern Ireland and their passionate fans coming down from Belfast all the way to Southampton to watch that sell out at St Mary's as well So that's St going to be Mary's is
2: going to be an amazing atmosphere yeah, that's St Mary's sure. and
3: also got tickets for the cool final. should we win our group at Brighton as well so let's see, I'm really looking forward to it and seeing our girls do and whoever potentially could join the club in the summer so yeah, no, I'm really excited about it I think it's for me, along with the World Cup in Qatar,
0: it's going to be the premier event of this year, so no, it should be good really good yeah, it should be really good. Yeah, and uh, and it is good that you know, obviously, mm. not only for England but Arsenal have got a lot of players playing. As we said, in in a lot of the other teams that's competing. Obviously, I will say I'm going to Holland, Sweden. We've got a few of our players going to be popping up in that game. Looking forward to so obviously Steiner against um, Viv's going to be quite interesting to see. Um, steadies, both, yeah, yeah so they're both fit to play that game. That'd be that'd be pretty good. But I mean, you know, obviously Andreas from from a, a German point of view, obviously in the Euros you guys will have a good chance as well will not you of doing well you fancy your, your
1: your country to have a good tournament um i have tickets for the matches germany denmark and germany versus spain oh, so nice. oh, germany oh, spain what ground spain. are they
0: at what ground are they being played at Into uh,
1: both brentford. in brentford brentford that's right yeah
0: well yeah. oh, brentford oh brentford, well
1: oh, wow. stadium in in, in near london uh yeah i think um the germany versus spain matches will be one of the top matches in, in group state. Yeah. And uh, for me personally, Spain is is the, the top team, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, Spain, France, Netherlands, of course England, because uh, they're playing at home. Uh, Germany, I don't know, we had we had uh, uh, we hadn't the, the best team available, lots of young players at the Arnold Clark Cup, but uh, on the other side, uh, the performances, uh, won the best and when uh, I remember the match against England was well deserved for England to, to win this match and yeah uh, as as we said uh, before uh, concerning Arsenal Chelsea title race uh, you have to take it as it is and the players that are available you have to play with them and you can't complain and say, oh, we have uh, Covid cases or injuries or so, so uh, I don't know whether the German team will be so competitive because we we need we need some more matches. Uh, to what does that mean? What Was that, me? Was yeah. that me? Oh,
3: sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't know the video was playing in the background. Sorry, I just got distracted. Sorry, mate.
1: sorry. Anyway, just, and um, so many tickets that are sold. Not. I hope that uh, that even matches like uh, Germany, Denmark, or Germany, Spain. There will be a lot of uh spectators in the stadium i hope so uh unfortunately uh i can't um, see any more matches because i've I've only got one week for this and yeah uh uh, there would have been a chance for for the england match on on monday before germany spain but there i have tickets for for the abba ABBA concert in london and
3: uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um
1: you are oh, too, too young uh, to know this, but this, this <laughs> group who was very successful in the 70s and 80s, <laughs> and the chance to see to de- see this Avatar show from them uh, between the two football matches, I had to take this chance. Yeah, no, of
0: course no, that, 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 would, that would be great, actually. Whereabouts in London is that then?
1: Yeah, yeah. A, a new hall is built just for these uh, Avatar concerts. Is it yeah.
0: a tribute band? Is it a
3: tribute band?
1: No, it's, oh, so yeah.
3: go, isn't it's
1: like? what they call holographs, uh,
2: yeah. holograms of them oh. bombing, and then the. the oh, I thought I'd be a tribute many years themselves. ago myself. Yeah, I thought
3: about one of the. Yeah, tribute.
0: that's that, that's going to be good. That you know, that actually be really good. So that's going to be a great, uh, great week for you as well, isn't it? Um, Coming back to to London again, so I mean I, I think that obviously the us is going to be a great tournament, and yeah. I think we're all looking forward to it, and hopefully obviously we in England can can do well i think as well i i was saw I saw in the drawer if England win their group and Germany come second, don't England and Germany meet in the quarterfinals? It's not a bad child. That could be right. Actually. I think that might be how it works out, actually. because In a way, I'm kind of hoping so because otherwise we might have to play Spain in the quarter-finals. And that going be our bloody! <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't want to play Spain in the last day. No, thank <laughs> I think the way that the draw worked out because I was looking at it. I was saying, we were getting tickets to the semi-final. I think... England would play Germany in the quarterfinals if we win our group and Germany comes second. That's right, yeah. If the Netherlands have won there. their group and win their quarterfinal, England would play Holland in the semi-final, which is the semi-final we've got tickets for. That would be an incredible game, actually. You know, Serena against Holland as well. That would be... So that's why I wanted to get... really wanted to get tickets for that game, but we, it's not going to be... It's not guaranteed yeah. that we'll get there because we've got to win our group and then potentially beat Germany or Spain. In, in the quarter-final would be quite easy, wouldn't it? So, um, Neverland
1: this 5-0 yeah. against Cyprus and Biff has scored uh, three goals. Oh, as fantastic. As well. Fantastic. That's
3: what we like to see.
1: Yeah.
3: And, yeah. I was just checking, you know how I was saying the other day the Denmark national team was staying in the same hotel. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, was weird because they were conducting interviews. You could see the camera, the manager was there. He did one outside by the pool and he did one inside at the restaurant. So like, but vanilla didn't play. I'm actually looking to see did any of our players start? I don't think. Oh, Simone Boy played as well. She went off as a sub. So that's pretty good. Did you not get yeah. any photos
2: in the end? Just ask
3: them. No, I couldn't. Just, I think they were just having their I saw them as I was going to have my breakfast. They were actually no, just no. going off to a team meeting. I think I didn't have a chance. But yeah. That's a shame. And did disgrace themselves. They only lost 2 0. So they did pretty yeah. well there.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it was 2 0. Yeah, that was uh that was what the score finished, But no, I mean that was amazing, that is yeah. the, you you wake up in the morning in the hotel and you see the that's day sort
3: of like when It's like a qualifier. Like, wow. I've never been to well, the stadium. They had a team We remember called, I think it's Burkikara, who were in the Champions League, but they weren't very good themselves. So yeah, I think that's that's the their stadium is not too far from from our hotel, so it's
0: decent. Wow, that's, that, is, that is fantastic, that.
3: You I know, think I'm it, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh,
0: right, OK. I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, where, where we stay when we're coming down for the Aston Villa game, maybe there'll be the Arsenal <laughs> women's team might stay at the same hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: no, she, she played, in fact, she played 60
0: minutes, so that's good. She played 60 minutes. Oh, right, OK, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, obviously Denmark won that game, yeah, 2-0, yeah. Um, which is good. And, yeah, Holland have, um what was the score with the Holland game, did we say? Was it 5 nil? did you say? 5-0,
1: that
2: is 5-0, half-time, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Five-nil. It's still 8-0 in the England game. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. uh, good. I think they've yeah, used I off that. I, yeah. yeah. I think they've used off. It's still 8-0, yeah. I'll uh, t- t- tell you what really, really so, was a bit 5.
3: Yeah, hat trick for Viv and 2 for
2: now, Jones. Now. One thing that I just thought was really odd uh, for the Euros was why they didn't decide to go any far further north. Uh, you've got some brilliant stadiums, yeah. uh, including Stadium Light that you've used before, Ellen Road, uh yeah. of you, that all are being used, but yeah, yet, they're not using them. Instead, it's going to M- uh, the MK Stadium, which, if I'm remember rightly, roughly is about 20,000. Brentford only holds about roughly 35. It's just you could have ultimately... You, you have the chance to almost host these events. Why not say, if this happens, could we consider this? I know the Emirates has the Rugby League uh, one of the games, I think it's a semi final or quarter final uh, later on in the year. But apart from that, it would have been great for a few of the Northern clubs just to be able to showcase what they no, can no,
0: do. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, the only two sort of what I would consider to be Northern grounds that the games are at is Sheffield. And
2: Rotherham and yeah, Manchester City's Academy Stadium, yeah, yeah and
0: obviously Old Trafford. But to me, Old Trafford's like everything south from where I am. But you know, Old Trafford's not, I wouldn't say, right north north. Like, you know, you've got as you said, you've got you've got St James's Park, they could have played a game there, they've got Stadium of the Light. You know, there is a lot of grounds, Middlesbrough, Riverside, England have played mm. there before. You know, there was a lot of grounds in the in the Norfolk country that they could have they could have put some games up there, and I don't know what why they've chosen the games. I mean, you've got Brighton and Southampton, two grounds on the south coast, Absolutely. two grounds in Manchester. Yeah. Not yeah. really spread yeah. out around the country enough, is it? I don't
2: think. No. But anyway, like, ultimately... I think, yeah. Southampton yeah. was a good choice. I don't know about Brighton. I, was, I think it was just because they were going for more modern stadiums, which they <laughs> shouldn't have really yeah. done. Yeah,
0: maybe. It's sort of a new stadium, because obviously Rotherham is a new stadium, a reasonably new stadium. I mean, yeah, Sheffield, Sheffield United's ground, isn't it? Bramble Lane's a, a famous old stadium. So yeah. I don't know what the, what the criteria was, but... It, not really spread around the country as, as well as it perhaps could have been, but ultimately the good news is we've all got tickets for a few games, so we're all gonna be there enjoying it in the stadiums. That's the main thing, isn't it? And you know, hopefully we'll see some great football. And um, hopefully England can do well because it. Yeah, absolutely. We'd like to see Well, yeah, and Germany, but obviously we might have to play Germany, so we don't. We don't worry about that yet. Well, I used we, to say we, we, might, not played, we might not play? We not play Denmark in the quarterfinals. Let's see. <laughs> if, if we play Denmark, if we play Denmark in the quarterfinals, that might mean Germany got knocked out because. It's not going to be Spain again knocked out, is it? Let's be honest. It's going to be no, Spain, Spain winning the many people. it's going to be it'll, it'll be between dog Germany dog and Denmark for the second place, probably, won't
1: it? You Austria in the opening match. It's, it's not yeah, a, yeah, Manu. Oh, no, no, I'm not expecting any Manu and Laura. First, Laura, Laura and, and Manu,
0: yeah.
3: Laura and Manu, yeah. And, Manu,
1: yeah. and, uh, and the Austrian team, well, they are leading one uh, 0 against Northern Ireland, and uh, yes, Laura is also in the starting lineup.
2: Oh, it's don't forget your been friend Amar, uh, Alicia. What? Alicia Alicia is on the Austria
1: team. Alicia, who? Lehman. She's Swiss. Oh,
3: yeah. She's Swiss. She's Swiss. Uh, she's, 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 she's not Swiss Austrian. Austrian, Matt. Wrong country. <laughs> don't worry I'll just send it now. Bye the wrong country, don't, we don't worry we've been there we've been there yeah. i once thought yeah i once thought that um was another one thought that genghis khan was mongolian or something but anyway so anyway well there you go
0: but yeah um terry terry says actually talk about the denmark squad he says um <laughs> I did because Rafael Souza wasn't there. You can guarantee if Rafael Souza was there, he would have got pictures and everything. So we, we would I wouldn't go more. to Brazil.
3: If I knew where she was in Brazil, maybe I'd say, maybe I'd say go to her hometown or something, but I would go to
0: personally meet her. <laughs> well, if she's in your hotel, you would. That would be good. But anyway.
3: um, I don't know. I don't understand Portuguese anyway. So, But
0: yeah. No, but she speaks English. So I've seen the interview with her. She speaks pretty good English, actually. Oh, so, well, there you
3: go, then. Maybe I should ask
0: her a few questions if I do. Yeah, After I think, good I good think good you definitely day. should. Yeah, you definitely should. So that's something that's yeah. to do in the future, isn't yeah. it? But, um, but, yeah, so obviously it's a big it's a big year for international women's football as well. Yeah. Oh. Great summer in the summer, which we're all looking forward to. It is going to be great to, to experience some of that as well and sell out crowds, which is amazing, really, when you think about it. England
1: is it 10-0? 10-0 now. Is it? Yeah.
0: So it's a 10-0.
1: <laughs> yes, 10 now. Ella Toon scored the ninth, but the tenth is uh, not yet the, sc- the gold scorer, but 78 minutes. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I mean, th- these games uh, make a little bit of a mockery of women's football, unfortunately. International football, they do a bit, they? yeah, they do. And it's, and it's a shame, but it does come down to, doesn't it? Obviously, full time professionals against part time players. And there's too many of that in the international scene at the minute. And unfortunately, you are going to get these games. But ultimately, you know, we're winning and we're going to qualify, hopefully, for the World Cup. And then uh, that's what matters. And then it's going to be competitive, isn't it? As we know, the summer's going to be competitive as well in the Euro. So um, it's just a shame sometimes you get these games. And the main thing is to get through them, don't get any injuries and and move on to the next one. And hopefully, you know, just get through to to, to the tournament. But, yeah, it's not great to see... Games like that where use it, 10 nil scorelines and stuff. I know England men won 10, <laughs> didn't
1: they?
3: Yeah, games have been 20-0. Well. They've been 20, They've been 20 though, before Christmas. Yeah, but remember yeah, the schoolgirls
2: because, hard, um, because the, uh, they couldn't get the time off before the game because yeah. of uh, work.
0: Oh, I know, it's crazy. International football, and you, you can't get your time off work to play. It's, it's crazy, really.
2: But anyway. Yeah, um, San Marino had to do that, the men's lot. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Uh, the tenth goal was by Tune as well. She's got she's got a hat trick now as well in a tune. So there you go. Every, every um, Man
2: United fan's going to be r- raving about that now and shoving it in everyone's face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Becky Paris
0: got the assist for it as well. Me,
2: she, I was so at the know you know. United game uh, against Everton at Old Trafford, and blo- she ballooned one of the balls over the bar, and she, it, it was like six yards out. And she yeah, well, it was like
3: four yeah, She ballooned over the bar. That's right against Everton. And, yeah, she,
2: yeah. and people want her to play for England, and reckon I think she's a. Um, She's as good as Kim Little. <laughs> Kim Little? But there's about lot of 10 no, years. No, like, no, sorry, that's Katie. Katie Zellum. Katie Zellum. Yeah. Oh, Katie
0: Zellum, yeah. Yeah, Katie Zellum. Oh, but yeah, I don't uh, Ella, Ella Toot's got a hat trick as well. So she's got three. Beth mead has got four. <laughs> um, Ellen White and uh, Georgia Stanway's oh, got Alan two. White, so yeah. Stanway. That's the 10 goals. And I say, Nikita Parrish just set up that 10th goal as well. She got the assist. Got um, oh, so three assists the other against Leicester as well, didn't she? yeah she did. Yeah, so yeah, she's on a amazing. good bit of form at the minute, and a key to pass. Let's hope she can produce that again uh, when we play yeah. Chelsea uh, next week. Um, right, okay. The next little bit is it's going to be Amar is going to take the stage with his really? weekly quiz question to keep us all uh, thinking for the next few minutes. <laughs> He's, he said it's a good one this week, so we're looking forward to it. So am I yeah. fire away with this week's question. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to apologize. I was
3: actually following what's happening at the golf, and maybe that's what I had on in the background when I was trying to discuss earlier. So yeah, should have put that on mute. So I'm sorry about that. No,
0: that's right. Yeah, no,
3: I, I like you done it with Chris Tarrant. If only I could ever be on who wants to be. But yeah, but anyway, to, to down to business Today's teaser is this. So my question for you lot today is since twenty ten when Vic Acres left Arsenal. They've uh, since, sorry, let me start again. Since 2010, when Vic Akers left Arsenal Women, the club has had five different managers. Most of them have gone on to manage which international women's football team? Oh, sorry, whose international football team? Hmm. Arsenal Women, so to reiterate, Arsenal Women have had five different managers since Vic Akers left the football club in 2010. Um, the majority of which have gone on to manage which international women's football team? Right,
2: OK. I've only got three of the managers. Um, so...
3: We're going to have to work out. I can't give any... Yeah, there was there was okay. one
0: that was
2: only there for
0: a very short period of time, wasn't there? So, yeah, I'll, I'm not, I'm not in, yeah, I'm not including
3: the one who was only there for eight months who I didn't know about. It. Tony Gervais, or whatever his name Tony is. Tony Gervais, yeah. You, you're not including him, no? No, I'm not including him, no.
2: Okay. I've only got three three managers and they're the most recent I can think of.
3: Yeah, you'd have to go back. So since 2010, the majority of, of Arsenal women managers have gone on to manage whose international football team,
2: women's football team. I'm not team. cheating this time, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a good
3: question, actually. So I did my research and, and
0: there you go. Uh, See, this I don't, know, be the problem, I, I right don't know why... And I, I I'm like Matt. I've only got three that I can think of. At the top me head. I know. The
3: no, was... name, the
0: name movie, name movie. Got so far. Obviously, it's a recent three, isn't it?
2: I've got yeah. the current manager of Scotland, which is Pedro. I can't remember his full name. Um, Pedro Joe. Joe Montemuro and, no, and Jonas. Jonas, Jonas yeah. hasn't managed internationally, as far as I'm aware. No. So. Surely it would have been the Australian team, but I don't think he's managed internationally, as far as I'm aware.
3: Oh, Oh. Australia.
2: Did I just get it by accident? Possibly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm not saying anything. All right, okay. But if you want, oh well, and I can't give you the other two managers, then they will kind of give the game up. But if you're stuck, I could, I could tell you who the other two managers were.
0: I'll give you some time to think about
3: it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll we we'll we'll think about it. And what we'll do? Well, well, we'll have a little think about that. Because Andreas, have you got any ideas? Do you know where this is going? Oh. Okay, I'm. Um, I'm not sure at the moment, I've got to be honest, because it's Joe that's throwing me, because I, I, I'm not sure if he has managed internationally, Joe. I, I can't... Or maybe he did before he came, I don't know. I I'll have Jordan,
1: to Australia, I think. Yeah, did he, he, he actually coach the Australian
0: Australia. team, though, no, did he? I'm not sure if he did. What? Was he not Melbourne City or somewhere he came from, wasn't it?
2: I thought he was originally... Because uh, the analyst is actually from Australia and he's still at the club, and he got his job because Joe was his either his mentor or something like that. Yeah, but was that not Melbourne City though, or not? Because I'm sure that's what? where Joe was,
0: wasn't he? He was manager at Melbourne City,
2: wasn't he? I would have thought. I would have thought he was the. I don't know. I can't. I can't say for definite. That's for sure.
0: No, anyway, what we'll do while we're thinking about that, we've got our other special little section, which I know Matt's been working hard <laughs> yeah. on. This yeah, week, and we're looking forward we're to this. We, we've missed this actually. The last couple of shows that we've done on a Monday when Matt's not been available, we've actually it's missed section. And, yeah. and I think it's cost us um, a lot of people watching the show. So let's hope that, you know, he's going to be back with a bang this week. It is going to be the highlight of the week show. Wow. Wow. So Matt's chart of the week, while well, we're thinking about the answer to Emma's little question, we need obviously to enjoy um Matt's lovely chart of the week. I say we we've been waiting a couple of weeks for this, so it better be good after all these wait we know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, in that case then I've got I'll, I'll make sure that it's two of them because I don't um oh, okay, okay. Two, nice, two for the price, oh, for the price of one. What more, one the, more can first, we do? This this first one's a bit uh, short, so but I'm, I'm a bit fed up of people using the same sort of song for her and you've got people complaining about that. Yeah. Um, so they're taking someone out, a, a former Club Legends song. So um, I'll try, I'll go from here.
0: Right.
2: Lotta Mubin. <laughs> 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 really Mr Boyle, you. let's try that again. <laughs> yeah, we won't go. Don't know worry, 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 worry. Worry. It's a bit rusty. Lotsa weber, my do 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 do. Lotsa weber, my do 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 do. And she's playing at centre back, and it's more than alright. against <laughs> nice. oh, nice. 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 yeah,
0: like, Wolfsburg.
2: that <laughs> So, so um, yeah. so the other one, Anna Patton is in our hearts and in our eyes. She's there playing in red and white. We sit back and meanwhile, we, well, Anna Patton plays with a smile. Oh. <laughs> That's
0: all that's, all that's all actually where we actually with music good. behind and everything. Um, actually, actually, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, right? I'll tell you what, we've got um, we've got some music I can play in the background. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. What about this one? Oh, <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Of a dance beat to Matt, so he's doing
2: music. I lots of weaving, why do 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 lots of weaving, why do 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 do, and she plays center back, and it's more than all right. <laughs> yeah, that, work. work. that worked pretty well, yeah. actually, with the music as well. That was
0: That's brilliant, nice. yeah. that was actually good. The Terry I loved think. it. Terry yeah. says five out of ten and seven out of five, ten. And five, the five, music nine yeah. out of ten. That's it. The music, the, the music done that one. They absolutely smashed that. That's brilliant. That was that was fantastic. I think the music worked well with it. Actually, that's yeah. that's pretty good. We enjoyed that. We I will come up with some more music next time. We can have a. We can actually do it with music in future. That we really. Well, you know, he actually did that. He actually did that. I think we recognise
3: it. He did it to the tune of Dexie's Midnight Runners. Come on, Irene, didn't you, Mark?
2: What the first one?
3: Yeah. No, it was here comes the sun. Oh, was it? Oh, it was Come on Eileen. Oh, God, I got that like, completely wrong. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it Comes the Sun. Yeah, it kind of fits with it. Yeah, yeah, comes yeah. the
3: Sun. No, I can't recognise that song. So, yeah. you, don't know the, hey, you don't know the song, it
2: Comes the Sun? Comes hey, you know, you know the Sun. I don't know. I have to read the lyrics. Oh, it's a Beatles right. tune. Oh,
0: yeah, it's
2: a Beatles tune. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John
0: Harrison, wasn't it? Wrote it. I yeah, can't yeah, remember Beatles. what it's like. But anyway. Yeah. I can't remember what it's like. Yeah. But anyway um that was good actually it's even better with music i've decided so i think in future we need to put the music on (laughs) because it's even better um that's great it's right okay so that's good then um see the music's just been added on actually when you when you do Streamyard now they actually give you a selection of music that you can play in the background so you can have it on all the time in the background just turn it down you can have like music playing in the background which is you know I don't know what the point of it is really, but anyway, there's a load of different songs, but that little dancey one's quite good for the songs actually. <laughs> it's a rock one. I don't know what that one sounds like. What does rock sound like? <laughs> <try> well with... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
1: could
2: be good, right. that one. I don't think that would work with the other Pattern
0: one. No, it probably wouldn't. But anyway, it's um... a... only a selection of about six or seven different different tunes actually, and I don't think anything will be that good. There's a space one. What's this space one like? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. actually quite a nice little tune. Now I quite like that. <laughs> it's a bit funny, isn't it? It's pretty good. But, yeah, so there's all these different little tunes that you can have in the background, you see. So we'll, we'll have to work on that then for the future to get them on, on the songs, actually. Because um, yeah. that would be pretty good. Because I thought that worked well with that. But anyway, um, right, going back to um, our last question then. Um, yeah. The obvious <laughs> answer would be Australia, wouldn't it? That would be the obvious answer, just on the Joe Montemuro kind of link. But I've got a feeling that would be too obvious. And I can't see that being the answer. because I don't did, think you work well. out, did you work out
3: with the other two managers, word that's
0: managed Arsenal since Vic Acres left?
1: Is, is it no, the Scottish know. national team? Sorry. Is it the Scottish national team? Yes, Andreas, has got the right answer. Answer was no, no, sorry, Pedro right. it,
3: uh, yeah, Scotland. Yes, the other. T- so the other two managers were Laura Harvey and Shelley Kerr, and Shelley Kerr and Pedro have both gone on to manage Scotland. So that was um, the answer. Ah, uh,
0: Shelley Kerr, yeah, of course. And Laura Harvey. See, Laura Harvey did well actually. She was quite a good manager for Arsenal. Yes. Didn't She She did
3: pretty well, actually. Yeah, Scotland. Well done, Andreas. That's a good one. I think Matt inadvertently gave it away earlier when he said, oh, Pedro's in charge of Scotland. But yeah,
2: he didn't. Oh, I thought because we were talking about <laughs>
3: Australia
0: and that. So. Uh, yeah, no, but Scotland was right on. So well done. Well done. Oh, yeah. Cool. That, that's pretty cool, actually, because I wouldn't have thought of that. But yeah, that, that's Andreas got the answer there. That was good stuff. Yeah, Joe um, has never managed internationally. I don't know. No, about I was it Melbourne City you came from? Victory, it? Melbourne Victory and oh, Melbourne, Melbourne City. Oh, yeah, yeah Melbourne Victory. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, Terry says, uh, Richie's rocking radio show going mainstream. Yeah, we got a little bit of music tonight. It was all that was good, though. I enjoyed that. We'll have to, that's going to be a regular feature now. We're going to put music to, to Matt Charles. That's going to be even better. Yeah. That's right, it's, it's going to add a little bit extra to the um, to the proceedings. I think that was good. Um, so, yeah, um, that, that was good, actually. Another good quiz question from Amar. And uh, some couple of fantastic charts there from that as well, um, which was really good. It's always a good way to end the show with those two new features, actually, enjoying them. So that, that's always good yeah. fun. Um, obviously, there's no game to look forward to this week, and for the no. Arsenal women, of course, because as we said it's international break, um, and England are scoring lots of goals uh, against North Macedonia, and there's another game on Tuesday, of course, as well. But um, the next game, of course, is next week on Sunday, the big one, the FA Cup semi-final. We've We'll sort of touched on it tonight a little bit with um talking about how it might affect things for the rest of the season but that is going to be a massive game so we will be back next Friday to to look at that as well um preview that game properly and obviously look ahead to any other bits and pieces in the news. Hopefully everybody comes back from international duty with no injuries, please no thing more thing. injuries. We don't want we've got one or two at the minute which we didn't need. And hopefully I won't be too disappointed if one or two of the Chelsea players maybe got the odd little niggle here and there you know, maybe had to miss two or three or four or five games. That'd <laughs> uh, be nice, wouldn't it? If one of their, one or two of their good players, maybe, you know, just nothing serious, obviously just a little hamstring strain here and there, or something like that, just to keep them out for a few weeks. That'd be nice. But anyway, um, let's hope none of our players suffer any injuries. and We're all, <laughs> we're all at full strength, of course, for next week, uh, going into that big game. So that's going to be good stuff. Um, Andreas, thank you very much for joining us again. Um, we obviously will be hopefully all meeting up in in person in a, in a couple of weeks' time, yeah. for yes. the, well three weeks' time, isn't it, for the Aston Villa game, uh, which is going to be good. The kick-off time has been confirmed now. It is quarter past two on Sunday, the first of May. That game quarter past been two. I don't know. Quarter past quarter two. Past so I must be on TV then. It could be on TV. I'm. It'll be on TV. Is it yes, on, it's BBC? on BBC? Too. Is- is it on oh, I, okay. I thought it might be, yeah. So um, that's going to be good. So we'll what we'll have to do is, because the kickoff time is quite a, a nice kickoff time, we could maybe get there a bit earlier, get to Meadow Park, meet up before the game and stuff like that. I think that could be a good idea. Um, and uh, it's going to be good. We're we staying in Hemel Hempstead, actually, I think, somewhere like that, around the right, we're
2: around.
0: Oh, wow. So we're just going to drive in down from there on. So you're a old hunter.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we are gonna be staying there anyway. Um well just outside. So that's gonna be good. And then yeah, we'll be driving in for the game. So we we'll maybe get there a bit early and all meet up and, and that'll be really, really good to do. That's gonna be great uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But um we have still got of course um a couple of games to fit in before then of course. Um it's some big games on the F a couple be weeks next week. Um Andreas, thank you very much again for joining us. Have you enjoyed the show? Of course, of Matt's music musical um, interlude as well.
1: Of course, I enjoyed the show. I had the music and the quiz question from Amar and our discussion. It's good to be back, and uh, it's the perfect start for the weekend, even if there's no no women's match on the weekend. But uh, yeah, I feel prepared for the weekend now. Thanks. To the, exactly, show. Yeah.
0: the weekend doesn't start until the Arsenal Women's show finishes at nine o'clock. There. That's something to say. But. It's, I say we've missed a Friday. It's good to be back on our regular slot, actually. It's good to have yeah, everybody, definitely. everybody definitely. available as well, which is nice. Matt, as well, good to have you back. Um, came back with, with a bang. You got a country wrong, but you got a good couple of songs out, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I've
2: got my uh, my water tea, so I'm safe from the Swiss. There no,
0: you <laughs> are. Very nice, it is as well um the awarding course playing really well at the minute for us isn't it we missed her in uh in the Wolfsburg
2: game i think
0: definitely um yeah, yeah uh, so it's good to have you back Matt, did you enjoy the show
2: yeah it was brilliant it was nice to be back and doing this show with everyone it's been a roller coaster of a season and it's been really nice to enjoy everything that we've done all season with everyone and i may it long continue <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. and I mean, what what I'm hoping
0: to do next season actually is, you know, um, I want to do more coverage of, of Arsenal women and women's football in general on the channel. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. try and do some more different shows on the Arsenal women or, or women's football the next season as well to expand it a bit. Because I do think that it is quite popular and it's great that, you know, keep us all involved as well maybe try one or two different things as well to add to what we're doing as well, which could be quite nice. Yeah. Um Terry says in the chat, he says, great show chats, much appreciated. It's nice to have Ammar here at nearly all show with the lights on. A good thing. Oh, of course the oh, bad man. thing, what you got members of course, but when it comes back to the UK, because our energy prices have gone up by about five hundred percent. No <laughs> one i going lights on next week. We'll all be sitting in the dark in the cold. <laughs> yes. That's what life's gonna be like in the UK from now on, unfortunately. Andreas is all right, because in Germany are not affected as much as we are by the way. So um, Andres has got a lights so and we'll be in the dark next week, probably forever. Yeah. Um, and Terry says, a night, dad. Good night, good night to you and your dad as well. <laughs> no, Amar's dad actually is an absolute legend, there's no doubt. Oh, to
3: yeah, when,
0: when get... Let's get him down to the Aston Villa game, Amar. Get him to come along We'll try. We'll, try, we'll try, we'll try. it be, be good to get him there because he, he is a mm-hmm. good lad and he's a good lad. Um, and Amar, of course, as well, good to see you in, obviously, enjoying yeah. your holiday as well. Good for you to be, uh, take some time out from your holiday to come on and speak. Yeah, together. that was good. Yeah. I
3: thought, why not? Last night, a few hours before, I, I don't even know if I'll get any kit, but yeah, it's good to catch up with you guys. So yeah, it was good. Good to talk about what we love talking about. And yeah, hopefully next time, next
0: week, I'll be back on with the Power on and also the, the volume <laughs> on as well, so are we good? Yeah, the volume and the lights is good. See, you, you go to Morton, you've got your, your microphone's fine, your lights are fine. It's like you come back to England and everything goes wrong. So, hopefully, next week um, <laughs> exactly. we can get around those little issues and everything will be back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, safe flight home as well tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, obviously, look forward to seeing you on the show, of course, next week. Yeah, Coming up on the channel, there's obviously Arsenal are playing tomorrow. The men it's you know, although the women are on international break, the men are still playing tomorrow, of course. A big game now against Brighton in the Premier League. Three o'clock kickoff, uh have to win that game, there's no doubt about that, after a terrible result and performance against Crystal Palace on Monday. I'm blaming I'm blaming Andreas' German show because I went on there before the Crystal Palace game and then we played <laughs> terrible against Crystal Palace after it. So I think <laughs> that, that was the reason I think, but anyway i can't come up with another reason as to why arsenal played so badly in that game actually because it was quite out of character with how we've been playing basically. so it's credit patrick out. patrick just knows he's well, going to was? Good. It it happen, i'm kind of thinking it might have been actually i don't think yeah. the same
3: is going to happen against brighton tomorrow i am thinking
2: we'll win comfortably but let's hope so
0: yeah, I'm. I'm confident we should beat Brighton because they can't score a goal at the minute, can they? But anyway, let's. Uh, let's you know see what ahead.
2: happens though. Whenever these teams do, every every single time, it's against Arsenal. Trent Teke can't score a hit a barn door. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Neil Mope is another one. Neil Mope as well tomorrow. Let's hope oh, he doesn't
3: yeah.
0: break it. Oh yeah, score. of course, yeah, because he he likes scoring against Arsenal, doesn't he? Neil Mope, yeah.
2: You say that about right. people that so can't score. in the first minute for a stupid cha- a challenge. Well, he right. enough, really. Jordan Ayer, who scored for Palace
0: the other night, he doesn't score against yeah, anyone Yeah, he else. doesn't score many as well. That's he right. Just, yeah, he that's just right. scores against us. He's another example, isn't he? So there you go. It probably will be the case. I'm sure Brighton will score tomorrow, but we should win, hopefully. And um, No, we need to. So that's. I'll be doing a right. watch so out now. to
2: make it 2-1 last minute
0: well let's hope we do win and and, uh, however we <laughs> win let's just win I don't care if it's last minute or if it's first minute whatever it doesn't matter let just win the game um, so yeah we're going to watch along about quarter to three I'll go live with the team news and everything like that and then uh, we'll do the watch along and if you're around please join me in the comments as well it's always nice to see you guys as well so that will be tomorrow um, then I'm trying to think what we've got there next there's no midweek games next week is there apart from the no. obviously Lionesses are playing on Tuesday but there's no Arsenal playing so I'll probably have a Tuesday clinic show on Tuesday looking back on the Brighton game um, and looking ahead to the Southampton game next weekend. And of course, next Friday, usual time, 7.30, we will be back um, with a preview of the FA Cup semi-final. Wow. Meadow Park next Sunday, 12.30, kickoff Arsenal against Chelsea. That is going to be one hell of a game, I'm sure. So we will look ahead to that as well. And i say any other news that comes up. Of course, we're looking forward to Amar's latest question. For yeah. us, and of course, Matt's uh, song as well. We'll we find some nice music to play that as well. So that'll all be coming up next Friday at 7.30 on the Arsenal Women Show, of course, as always. So looking forward to that. I say thanks to all you guys for watching. Please give it a like as well before you leave. Andreas, thank you very much as always. Thank you.
1: And we have a fourth goal from WIF uh, now. Netherlands oh, go. Biff has scored four times. Wow. Well, <laughs> <it's laughs> well, <laughs> now.
0: brilliant. It's down <laughs> Hopefully, well. they hopefully, they not haven't used all their goals up tonight. We need to save a few for the rest of the season. Actually, <laughs> we need we need them to still score a few more yet for us. We've got a few big games to come, so yeah, do. More up. But uh, let, let's hope that that doesn't um, Matt as well. Thank you very much again for coming on and your contributions as always to the show and your Leo Walter shirt as well, which is very nice. Yeah, yeah, and got a few
2: new bits and pieces, so you're not staring at a blank wall now.
0: Yeah, um, it's looking good actually. It's looking yeah. good that you little your little wall hall of fame behind you. which is nice. Unfortunately, but,
2: I'm not happy with that top picture. It's the it's supposed to be the Emirates, but it's too dark.
0: Oh, uh, it's a bit dark. Yeah, you need that um, you need that uh, Amar's light on it. That'll sort it. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got three lights in my room. I've actually got. I tell
3: you how many lights are going in this room. I've got six different lamps in this room. Six. <laughs> We're going to take,
0: take them over here. Stick them in your seat. Oh, no,
3: I really <laughs> good. The Maltese people are very nice. I wish I could. I want to repair the fate, but it's been a brilliant trip. And yeah, yeah. I, I, wish, I wish we'd do something similar. So
0: yeah.
2: No, it's, it's good that you're a pins score next season to Malta. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, just a quick shout out as well. I thought I'd just mention uh, Leo Valti and Noel Marriage both played for Switzerland in their one or draw with Romania as well. Leo Valti played, I don't know how many minutes it was. I think Noel played the full 90 minutes. and Nia Valti came off as a substitute. Yeah, she actually played 80 minutes, so good to know. And uh, let's have their fit when they
0: come back. Exactly fit. I mean, as much as it's, it's lovely when you see our, our players representing their countries, mm-hmm. it does concern me that they're going to get an injury and then they'll be missing for two or three games when they come back, which we don't want. Um, so, yeah, it's, glad, it's good that they're playing in their countries and, and doing well, but yeah, as long as they come back fit and healthy next week, that's what we want when they when they come back. So that's the main thing. But yeah, absolutely, it's, it's good that they're playing well and stuff like that, which is great to see. And hopefully, they can bring that confidence into the last few games of the season. A big push for Arsenal Women as we count down towards the end of what's been. Um, it's been an enjoyable season, hasn't it? It's been a great season. Yeah. And it's been yeah. great to share it with you guys as well. And it's still a few definitely, weeks after definitely. the course. and we are all looking forward to obviously the first of May May Day down at Meadow Park where we can all. Um, enjoy hopefully a, a, a good end of the um, last home game at meadow park which is not the last home game because the tottenham games after that now but the last home game at meadow park so we yeah, can enjoy exactly. that all together which would be great so let's look forward to that so yeah lots um there's been lot, I mean, lots of good stuff that we've had to look back on but also a lot of good stuff hopefully still to come between that and the end of the season definitely maybe a trophy or so perhaps as well for us to enjoy together that'd be really good wouldn't it but Long way to go. Um, yeah, so thanks all you guys for watching. Uh, please give it a like, please subscribe if you haven't done so. Don't forget to watch along tomorrow, quarter to three. Arsenal gets Brighton from the Emirates. That is yeah. gonna be a good game, I'm sure. Tenth game as well, but it will be good nonetheless. Um, as I say, we'll be back for the Arsenal women's show next Friday. As always, back on our um Back on our usual spot. <laughs> um, Terry says, Come on, you women, Guru. as exactly indeed. Uh, we'll okay. to see you tomorrow, Terry, for the watch along if you're around. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you all, Got all you guys tomorrow for the watch along. Andreas, as always, Matt and Amar, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute yeah, Good pleasure. to see you as always. Good to We see you. will see you guys next Friday for the women's show. I'll be back for the watch along quarter three tomorrow arsenal bright, that's going to be good and in the meantime as always come on you gunners yeah, come yeah, on you yeah. women Gunners! let's go see you next yeah. See year tomorrow quarter three guys we'll be back next friday for the arsenal women's show as always take it easy guys enjoy yeah, your week yeah. see you
3: later. Yeah, yeah. Oh,